Welcome, everybody. You're watching his digital radio podcast. I'm your host, Giant the RB Bully, aka Andre Marcellus. We're going to get into some things tonight. We got a special guest, close friend of mine, probably one of the best guitar players you'll ever hear in your life. And again, I, I keep telling you, independent artists, man, hit me up. I want to showcase you, want to celebrate you, let you get your thing on. So this is our first guest. He's really a legend, and he calls himself the Urban Guitar Legend. And I'm going to just give you guys a little brief clip before we bring him on. He's in the Hits Digital Entertainment Global Screen Room right, green room right now, pardon me. And I'm going to give you just a little, little taste. video is crazy ladies and gentlemen the urban hey, guitar <laughs> legend speak to the people hey, man. man speak to the people hey man i'm just trying to make it happen man you know what i'm saying I'm just an independent artist trying to make it happen I'm trying to go global you know what i'm saying we're trying to get to fucking dusseldorf kaiser schladen you okay know what I'm we're okay to take, trying to take this on the road you know madrid yeah um, man you doing it though man you doing it what inspired yeah. you to do that joint um, what inspired me to do that joint? I think it was, well, you know, the beat, Every, everything starts with the beat or inspiration to come up with a melody. And, um, you know, when I, when I was grabbing, producing that or grabbing pieces to that beat and grabbing that string, those string pieces in there, it had that, that orchestration kind of flair that I like. Right. The uh, right. Cin cinematic kind of vibe 
You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I call it cinematic urban music is is my title for what I do. You know. Yeah, man, you doing that? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just yeah, it just had that vibe, real cinematic, and I just wanted to put that that kind of Middle Eastern or whatever to kind of um, you know, different scales and stuff that's not just you know, uh, straight Western melody kind of stuff. I got you. Uh, I, I yeah. got you. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me uh refresh the show. I'm so man. I'm so excited. I ain't even. I haven't even seen you in a long time. Man. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. And and I think I might tell them the story. You know of of how we uh kind of like not have been talking, and it's all my fault. It's all my fault. It's well, all my you, fault. Let's tell them how we met first. <laughs> right. I don't. Yeah, I. You know I, what? I, I can tell that story. Okay, well, I let you tell. Oh that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. might be more pleasant than you could tell them how we broke up. <laughs> okay, that's bananas. Yeah. Hey, hey. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know you can see on the screen is the circus over on January seventeenth. So we're going to touch on that later. We're going to focus on uh, the urban guitar legend for a while. We'll come back to that. Also, when you guys get a chance, go over to Andre's Kitchen, episode one on YouTube. And we're going to have guests on that particular show, too. So we'll probably have Elliot come over there and rock with me over there while I'm whipping up something in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? But um, so, Elliot, yes, sir. when did you start playing guitar? Like, when did you actually start? That's a very good question. I, I remember it distinctly. Uh, it was 30 something years ago. It was 1988. Mm. Um, that's when I started playing. I was I was uh, I was 14. Uh, wow. I, was, I was going on 14. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a summer before my 13th birthday. I mean, my 14th birthday. Mm. And um, uh, what got me into it was some movies I was watching on HBO at the time. Right. Uh, they had like a movie called Crossroads that had came out a few years earlier, but they were running it on HBO. And then they had La Bamba, the Ricky Ballin story, and they had mm. uh, Buddy Holly story. Yeah, yeah. So those three movies, but it was ma it was mainly uh, Crossroads uh, with uh, Joe Seneca and Jamie Gertz and mm. uh, the Karate Kid, um, Ralph Macchio. So um, it was about a guitar player that played blues and then... Uh, you know, he has a run in uh, with the devil at the end of the movie and he has this big guitar duel he has to do. But anyway, mm. that, that movie, the guitar playing in that movie just kind of like kind of did something to me. And I was like, boom, I really want to. Um, so who got you your first uh, your your first guitar? I actually bought my first guitar. I, I'm really telling my age. I already told my age, but um, I bought my first guitar to Sears catalog. Um, mm. Right, they had a you know J.C. Penny. No, right, it, right. J.C. Penny catalog. J.C. Oh, okay. or Sears. I don't remember which one. Right, right. But um, it was a little thirty dollar acoustic guitar that I that I. It was the only thing I could afford. The only one I could afford. Right. And uh, you know, I just bought it with my crisp the money I got from Christmas the year before. Mm. And mm. Uh, that was that was my first guitar uh, straight out of catalog. This really. Catalog, no internet. Right, right. Look at the pages, and you're like, "Oh, I want yeah. that." Yeah. So, so how long did it did it take you to just get the hang of playing? Because that's not an easy instrument, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people think it's very easy to play, but that's a very difficult and intricate instrument to play. Yeah, true that. Um, 
Yeah, I was I, honestly, I would say, you know, when you love to do something, you're not really judging it on how long it's taking you or this or that, because you just love sitting down doing it every day, just like singing. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you love what's coming out. But um, I would say like in the first six months, I was making traction. Mm. You know, it, that year after I got the guitar that summer, mm -hmm. I started high school that year and I started at one of these, uh, you know, fine art schools in Augusta. Mm. And, uh, that fine art school, they had a, they actually had a guitar teacher, a guitar mm. program, which they normally mm. don't have in schools. But um, I just remember, you know, learning a lot from the other kids that were there that already kind of played guitar. Mm -hmm. So it was like any anything I could learn. I don't care if it was like one chord or or or, or lick. I, mm -hmm. I was happy. And I, I remember one time at lunch, this dude I don't remember his name, but he I, like I said I was watching that movie La Bamba, the Richie Valance story, mm -hmm. and uh, he showed me the. Uh, he showed Whoa. me that. He showed me that during lunchtime. Whoa! And I was like fucking like floored right like, like right. He, he sat down he, he had his guitar in the lunchroom and he just he he knew it and he and he played it and i was like right. you know i was like in shock I, I was in shock you know yeah. and, and i mean mind you up until that point everything i was doing was 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 rap but what you mm. know as far as what i knew about music came from the fat boys houdini utfo mm. roxanne roxanne um so I, I went from like listening to Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, all that, to mm -hmm. like shifting gears and mm -hmm. really just kind of falling in love with the guitar, you know. Mm. So, so when did you get to the point? Because I, because I remember we went to a uh, uh, a show you was doing or something. It was in like a a white room and some type. Was it a restaurant or something? And you had did something to that fine china track that uh chris brown had you killed yeah. that you remember that yeah you that was out now for rudder or something i think yeah yeah I think yeah was, yeah i don't know how that yeah it was either gig i think you came up with that gig i'm not sure how right. i got that gig but um right i don't remember either <laughs> but yeah that was that, that was that was dope that was dope I yeah mean, that yeah. was more me as i was just starting to venture out solo mm -hmm. um still playing with the band but writing everything more solo and even performing solo because that gig mm -hmm. i performed i didn't even have a band right right you, you were solo up there didn't yeah, you yeah i was solo yeah. um so you know that that's just kind of been an evolution because i i wasn't always combining classical and hip-hop and jazz you know i started off for like 15 years probably just playing more rock more rock mixed with mm -hmm. jazz mm -hmm. you know so I just kind of started pulling back in the hip hop, which I always loved anyway right. from back in the day. So how did you come up with the name, the Urban Guitar Legend? Urban Guitar Legend, um, that was actually something, actually I was sitting at work one day and it just, it literally kind of popped into my head, you know? Mm. Um, actually you had something to do with that because this was about 2013. Um, mm -hmm. 2013, 2012, or 13. I think it was 13. Had to be 13. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah, 2013. Yep, 2013. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, when I first hooked up with you, I was kind of dabbling with the hip hop stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But you kind of put me on to, hey, check out some of these newer artists like Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake just started the pop with the uh, started from the bottom and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I started to kind of really hone in on some kind of sound that I, I wanted, that I like to listen to, that mm-hmm. I can grow to. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you turned me on and started from the bottom, that was that was actually the first YouTube video I had did. Um, I may have put up some other YouTube videos, but they weren't. This video I made specifically for YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and that was fire too. I remember that too. Yeah. Fire. That, 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 yeah, that was dope. But yeah, so in having that mindset mm-hmm. of having that urban guitar, like I just sit around and I brainstorm ideas about everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether it's marketing or song choice or title. Mm-hmm. And, and that just that came to me because I was on that frequency during that time, you know, of like I was trying to feel myself so I could push myself to the next level. Right. Not right. be like I'm some hot, you know, artist or nothing like that. But it's just like I need to kind of kind of feel myself in such a way that I can tap into what it is I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And, and you're from like, and you're from Georgia, right? I was born in Germany. You were born in Germany. Yeah. And when did you move to Georgia? Uh Probably when I was like one or two. <laughs> so, so, so you're technically from Georgia. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm technically from Georgia, but we, we moved around uh, when I was younger, you know, like Panama and D.C. and stuff like that. OK, so so for all the Georgians that's that's actually listen, listening, uh, let them know some of the places that you played at because you you've been really frequent out here and people really need to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. I've done featured gigs at uh, Variety Playhouse uh, here in Atlanta, um, Smith's Old Bar, which is a big club here in here in Atlanta. So is Variety Playhouse. Um, mm. A lot of smaller places and stuff. I mean, I've done small tours out to Colorado, mm. uh, stuff like that. You know, playing the circuit, if you will, whatever right. you want to call it. Right. Um, but uh, I've done some festival stuff, you know, here in Atlanta or whatnot. Um, okay. The next thing really is 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 taking us overseas, right? Like I said, um, you know, I definitely want to hit Amsterdam, you know, mm-hmm. Sweden, Sweden, um, mm-hmm. Denmark, Germany, some of these other Western European countries, mm-hmm. as well as Africa, you know. Okay. And um, you have something new out right now too, don't you? Tell the people about that and where they can find that at. Yeah, so the new track that I got that I just completed a video for is called Trapkins. Um, don't ask me what that name means. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's called Trapkins. It'll be out on streaming platforms in about a week from now. Mm-hmm. Probably by the mm-hmm. time that people see this, it might already be on streaming platforms, but they could download it free at my website, uh, urbanguitarlegend.com. They, mm-hmm. can, uh, you know, they can check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube.com slash Urban Guitar Legend. Um, yeah, I'm so. gonna put all your links in the description once we air this because uh, this is going up tonight. Okay. Even though this is recorded, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get this up tonight, and then we gonna prepare for the next time you come on. But yeah. but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I know people. You know, it's kind of weird. Play something on the guitar real fast, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now, now I know they probably was looking at the video like, "Wow, this guy's great," 
but do you mind just giving them a little a, a little taste of, of something live real quick sure just to get their mouth watering until we come back on no problem let me see if i can get my audio cracking right here okay no technicals i think i got it Man, I got to get you on some records. I got to get yeah. you on some records. You know what I need? What's up? Uh, Elliot? What's up? Uh, uh, pardon us, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for a second. I got to politics something. Uh, I, I need a intro for the show. Like a banging hip-hop track with that guitar on it. You know what I'm saying? That one right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. right. yeah. yeah. You know, we can go through the archives. We can find something, you know. Yeah, but that yeah. no, no, you're actually right. That's kind of fire. That right there, huh? You know what I'm saying? Woo! That's fire. That's fire. Thematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire. So, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're just gonna touch on this topic just real quick, and then we're gonna get up out of here because we're gonna bring Elliot back on. So he can show a lot more because he's a producer as well. He writes. So so we're going to get a little bit more in depth with this. And independent artists, hear me, man. Hear me. This is the platform for you. We, Elliot probably will end up doing a concert. We're going to stream a concert. This is serious business. Serious business. You hear the quality. The quality is, huh. I mean, it's on point. So I think this would be very enjoyable to, you know, try to sell a few tickets or so. You know what I'm saying? In a nice little setting, E, you know what I'm saying? Candles, you know what I'm saying? You got the aviance going on and you getting down doing your thing. I, I, man, I, I'm excited about that myself. Hey, let me tell you, when COVID is over, we're coming back in a big way, bro. You oh, yes, saying? we is. Yes, we is. Yes, we is. It's like really going to be on a popping. Oh, 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 yeah. We're going to talk behind the scenes. We're going to put some extra stuff together, too. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And really and really turn up. So let's get to the topic real quick, Ellie. And we're going to get out of here because right now I'm so excited about this. I just want to get this up. Okay. Everybody can see it and understand what this really is and know you, man, because you're a very talented guy, man. Very okay. talented guy. Okay. So is the circus over on January 17th? I mean, what you uh, think? Well, you know, I don't, I never like to talk about politics, but I don't mind talking about politics, but it's not my forte. But what do I think? Honestly, um, I don't think the circus is over. No. And from what I saw this past Wednesday, uh, okay. Shit, no, I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> it's got, just begun. Got, got 
75 million people that voted for this clown. And you got to think at least a quarter of those are probably really nuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that, that could be easily 20 million. Yeah. Uh, let's just say they're not nuts. Let's just say they're overzealous or patriotic or whatever. But you clearly had 50,000 that yeah. was crazy enough to storm the Capitol. Yeah, out of order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, they, they, let me tell you something. We all know what would have happened had that been Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been a bloodbath. It would have been a bloodbath. <laughs> blood the Trump supporters, like, they was on a field trip. Yeah. I yeah, mean, real they talk. Have, they have been escorted down the steps. Wow. Now, now true, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, 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 opposition that went on to get in there and different. Mm-hmm. As we're starting to see more of the footage now, it wasn't mm-hmm. all that they just walked in there. But right. we're just we're just saying that the fact that they could even go up those steps, right? Even get that close, even get that close, like right. It almost makes me feel like they let them do it. Honestly, man, that's what it feels like to me. Somebody said, "Just let them do. Just let them do." I mean, when it when it when it comes to people that's gonna do something stupid, and you know who they are, right? <laughs> oh that's, my that's goodness, man! What it was kind of like, but it but it was still uh, it was it was it was a sad day. It was a very scary day for all people of color because yeah, it you was. saw just how racist, uh, just just how just how racist and, and, and just what a double standard it is, is, is that scary. Yeah, that is, the level of standard that it takes to be treasonous if you're white is like, you, you know, it is very, very high. Yeah, if you're a person yeah. of color, it just takes you looking around, pretty much breathing the yeah, wrong I way. Didn't, yeah, I didn't think anything like that could actually even happen, to be honest. I never thought that something like that could happen. Not here, not with our technology, not with our uh, extreme armed forces and how we're supposed to be the, you know, the pretty much the leading country. It has nothing to do with that. What, what it really shows you is people talk about all these conspiracy theories and, you know, different things. And, you know, maybe there is, you know, a, a wizard, you know, behind the veil. But right. it, it, it might be a lot of us just might be a, a, a leaderless, a, just a headless juggernaut that kind of runs itself. Because what it really ended up showing you was that uh, how people are viewed, those people are viewed as human beings first mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. as patriots. Mm-hmm. If you're a person of color, you have a long way to go before you're even viewed as a human being by right. certain people. So. Right. It is very conceivable that you could let people march up to the Capitol because, I mean, you think that those people are patriots or that they won't do nothing or this or that. I think it got away from everybody that was involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That knew that the National Guard should have been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in leadership that kind of let it happen. Right. I, I think that it got out of control and people, and unfortunately, uh, uh, people lost their lives. A police officer lost his life. Yeah, unfortunately. And and that lady, what was her name? Ashley Babbitt? Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I heard her name. I think, I think that was her name. They shot her in the neck. Hey, man. She, I mean, she, 
pretty much said on YouTube, hey, nothing can stop us. Nothing's going to stop us. Like, oh, I, think, I think something stopped you. I mean, right. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she, right. She, yeah. She live streamed her whole way up there. But uh, right. Right. Well, this is sad. You know, it's, it's very sad. And, and to be honest, I, I feel like you. I don't think the circus is going to be over on January 17th. I think it might. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I, I really feel like it's going to get a tad worse before it gets better. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, needs, it had to get to this point. But so the true America could show itself. Yeah. Because yeah. just everybody's riding along in a, in a freaking uh, time warp. Wow. Not in denial, you know. And now wow. you now you really see what your life is like is like. So yeah. yeah. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna uh we're gonna shut this down. But Elliot, tell tell everybody uh where they can catch on the social media. I make sure I got it in the description too. And uh first and foremost, I'm gonna keep it real simple for everybody. Okay. If you Google urban guitar legend. You're going to find me. Mm. That's first and foremost. Talk so to them. Ain't, ain't like Talk you got to go to different social platforms and search around. You just Google Urban Guitar Legend or Elliot Holden. Talk to him, big nigga. And, uh, oh. you know, you're going to find me. So my website, UrbanGuitarLegend.com, which which pretty much turns into ElliotHolden.com. You can mm. find me there first and foremost. But I'm on all social media platforms, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, I probably oh. stay most active on YouTube, um, but, oh. uh, but yeah, but yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be seeing more of us, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Elliot, you go ahead and and uh, sign off on them or whatever the case may be. But I'm gonna go out with that video, man. We're gonna go out with that. All right. Well, I said all I had to say. I appreciate you having me on, man. It's a blessing. It's a I pleasure. appreciate you, man. Let's just let it go. Yeah, man. And we'll talk later behind the scenes. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a good evening. This is His Digital Radio Podcast. We up there and we stuck there. Elliot Holden. Mm -hmm.